0: This is Wealth Radio on News Radio, KLBJ, with author and wealth manager, Chris Herline, of Reap Financial, retirement, estate, asset protection, money, 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 Chris is here to help answer your questions about living the life you want in retirement. Reach out now at 512-249-7300, 512-249-7300, or chris at wealthradio.com. That's chris at wealthradio.com. Now, here's Chris Herline. Money, money, money,
1: money. Good day, everybody. Chris Herline here in studio with Jen Perry with every Saturday, 1 p.m. This is Wealth Radio. We've discussed your life and your money. We put that front and center today. And we encourage you to tune in with us on WealthRadio.com. Actually, just stay on top of the latest there. We've got plenty of white papers or updated reports as well as a microphone button right there on the landing page. And just click on that. Submit your questions in real time. We'll address those as we do every weekend here. Jen, welcome to the program.
2: Hey there, Chris. Always great to be with you. And uh, we're going to get to one of those listener questions a little bit later here on today's show. Someone who wanted to know more about RMDs and the SECURE Act that we talked about last week here on the show. So looking forward Mm. to that. And uh, we know, you know, it's a holiday weekend. Hopefully you and your family are going to enjoy Easter and everything else, but Looking ahead to Monday, Chris, I hate to bring anyone down, but it's going to be tax day on uh, April 18th this year. It is here, so it is kind of to your last weekend to finish up any last-minute tax stuff you need to take care of. Hopefully, you have all your paperwork into your CPA, your accountant, that kind of thing. But CPAs like Kim Dula, Chris, say a lot of taxpayers this time around are being surprised with higher tax bills. Listen to this. Much of it has to do with the market and the fact that the market was very, very good in 2021. um, And people, you know, recognize substantial capital gains. And now what they're coming to find is now it's time to pay tax on those gains. So she tells Yahoo Finance that ongoing conversations with your CPA and your investment advisor can really help reduce some of those surprises in the future. This is something you often talk about, Chris. You know, your financial plan, tax planning is really kind of a a 365-day-a-year process there at REIT Financial, isn't it?
1: Yeah, not just April 18th, uh, you know, in in October. Uh, This is why it's just so important that your advisor, your CPA, your accountant is working hand in hand throughout the year it's one of the reasons i pride our firm on the fact that we we manage the majority of our families taxes every year why because it's amazing what can be optimized when all the the cooks are in the same kitchen jen Mm -hmm. you know here we are and and it's you know we're walking into the tax deadline and based on that that yahoo finance clip you know that that's very common right uh people were looking to maybe harvest gains last year uh, concerned about where inflation's going and, and the, the volatility that we've seen this year. But a lot of times, you know, there's missed opportunity and we see it every day. It comes through our office as families are getting second opinions and wanting to look at not just growing their wealth, but, but keeping it via taxes. One of the big areas I see some missed opportunity is, okay, if you, if you've sold some capital gains last year, did you have any dogs in the portfolio? That you could sell off okay. and maybe do some tax loss harvesting very few families out there are aware of qualified opportunity zone funds and an opportunity zone funds that uh, can be purchased in your brokerage account and those type of investments can help offset and defer in some cases eliminate capital gains so that's a tool that was used very heavily within our families portfolios and wealth management last year, you know, little things as you're thinking about the deadline approaching, you know, what type of income is being generated from your portfolio? Uh, you know, do you have a lot of dividends kicking in? Do you have a lot of interest from CDs, money markets at the banks? There is oftentimes ways to reposition assets so you're not paying tax on money you're not using. That's one that we talk about a lot, Jen. Mm-hmm. Your real estate. If you got uh, passive or investment real estate, are you maximizing the deductibility, depreciation, things that go on? year to year in those real estate holdings. So a lot of times you're dropping off your your info and uh, your documents at the CPA and they're going to report your history. And here we are again, it's, you know, the tax deadline and we talk about it every year, Jen. There's just so much missed opportunity and uh, we don't like to see it, but uh, that's why families come see us. We can get a hold of it and really have your tax planning complement your investment planning and vice versa.
2: Let's face it, there might not be a lot you can do before Monday on this. You can't do much about last year's taxes at this point, but feel free to reach out to our team at Reap Financial and get a complimentary second opinion. It's helpful if you bring in some of those tax documents and start that conversation and look for some of those missed opportunities, those opportunities to save more in the future. That's what they're focused on helping you with at REAP Financial. It's all there in the name, Retirement Estate Asset Protection. And if you'd like to start on those steps with us this week, while you have those documents together, feel free to reach out to our team off the air during today's show at 512-249-7300, 512-249-7300. And Chris, you often tell us it's good to appear poor on paper on these tax returns. But for someone who saved really well, though, and wants to enjoy the same type of lifestyle they've had while they were working when they're in retirement, I mean, how's that possible? How's it possible to look poor on paper?
1: <laughs> the paper we're talking about, Jen, obviously is to the 1040. That's the thing everybody's getting ready right to file here right. on Tax Day. We want that bottom line as small as possible, particularly particularly in retirement. And and the reason is, is a lot of families think that taxes get simpler in retirement, and in some cases they may. But for the successful families we work with, Jen, I, I'm gonna tell you that a lot of times it gets more complicated. Why? Because you're realizing, I, I may need to be doing Roth conversions. I may need to be repositioning some assets. I've got a divest of stocks and IRAs to to live on, and that creates taxable events. So there's just a number of reasons why taxes can get more complicated than just your W-2 paycheck coming in when you were working. And the laws in this country, a good majority of them Jen, are written around your income, not your net worth and uh, it's it's why families out there that have five and seven and ten million dollars in the bank are actually getting government subsidies to help pay for their obamacare exchange plan premiums because they they've been able to design their wealth to be poor on paper it's the reason that families out there that have nice lifestyles they're paying, you know, the lowest base Medicare premium because they've got control of their income. And this is where families can get really blindsided, right? They, they don't really think through this. They, they got a number they need every year. Maybe your number is 60,000 or 85 or 125,000 a year for the basics. Okay, great. It, you know, you can figure out where you want to pull that from. Obviously, you want to do it in the most tax efficient way. You want to do it in a way that you're not going to withdraw too early on an account and then lose control. But when we look at, you know, the income that's going to be reported, you know, your Social Security benefits are going to be taxable. And they're going to be taxed at your bracket. Jen, we've talked, you know, more and more about this, but, you know, families Medicare premiums uh, are going to be dictated by their income and their capital gains. And and we have families that'll pay, you know, seven, $10,000 more per year for Medicare, you know, and their neighbors getting the same thing for seven to $10,000 less. And it's because they got a nice lifestyle. And, and so there are ways that we can position assets and withdraw from assets, uh, particularly in the early years, pre-required minimum distribution age of 72, to get the control that you seek and uh, I'll, I'll tell you, this dictates oftentimes people's claiming decision on Social Security, Jen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see a lot of people actually taking it early because they can net more in the you know, first eight to 10 years of retirement. I mean, there's just a number of reasons why we got to get you poor on paper in retirement. And a lot of times people think it's too late. It's never too late, Jen. There's always some options.
2: That's great to know, Chris, especially for those of you who maybe haven't thought about tax planning in this way when it comes to your retirement and kind of the ripple effect it has, too, on things like your Medicare premiums social security taxes, and more. So if you want to start putting those puzzle pieces together and find out, are there ways to be more tax efficient in your planning to actually look poor on paper, but still enjoy the comfortable lifestyle that you've enjoyed all these years? Chris and the team at REAP Financial can help you analyze that with our complimentary retirement and tax analysis. If you'd like that second opinion on your plan and to find some of those missed opportunities, feel free to reach out during the break here. You'll hear the phone number in just a second. And you can reach out to our team during the week two at that same number or email Chris directly, Chris at wealthradio.com. That's Chris at wealth. We have our free wealth report this week on that retirement income planning checklist for 2022. It includes a look at taxes and more. So feel free to reach out. Again, that's Chris at WealthRadio.com. But next, words of warning from the Treasury Chief and the head of the nation's largest bank. May put some investors on edge here. We'll tell you about that. And Are you 72 and up? And don't need your RMD. Chris will tackle a listener question on that coming up next as Wealth Radio continues on News Radio KLBJ.
0: second opinion on your retirement plan or is there a specific retirement question you need to address sign up now for a comprehensive retirement and tax analysis at reap financial let chris and the team help you work toward building a life of significance call 512-249-7300 512-249-7300 and remember to subscribe to the wealth report and chris's podcast at wealthradio.com that's wealthradio.com chris will be right back on news radio klbj 512-249-7300 is the number to reach Chris and the Wealth Radio team. That's 512-249-7300. Set up a time for your complimentary retirement and tax analysis. 512-249-7300. Or take advantage of our free retirement resources at WealthRadio.com. That's WealthRadio.com.
1: With us here on Wealth Radio every Saturday on News Radio KLBJ, 1 p.m. I'm Chris Herline, Jen Perry in studio with me. Jen, it looks like we had a question come in here. What are we mm-hmm. going?
2: Uh, we love it when listeners interact and ask us questions. This one came in at Chris at WealthRadio.com this week, Chris. A uh, question from listener Ben here. He says, I heard you on last week's show discussing Secure 2.0 and the possibility of the RMD age changing to 75 Over the next few years but i'm turning 72 this year and i don't really need my rmd to live on can i reinvest that money good question ben uh now i'm kind of curious too chris
1: what can we do here (laughs) this is a good one um in fact we were just talking this week with our advisors about some strategies you know as the rmd age is changing some strategies may change you know ben if, if you're not needing your required distribution i'm going to tell you you're like a lot of people and this rmd is kind of a thorn in your side right you'd you'd prefer it just stay in your ira or 401k and defer but you're going to have to take some money out it's all based around your age and an irs mortality table and uh, you're going to take a little bit out and you can withhold for taxes on that rmd which is typically advisable Mm -hmm. and then what you want to do with the money is is really up to you a lot of investors They'll just take the dollars after withholding and then reinvest it in a brokerage or non-qualified investment account and get those dollars redeployed and breaking a sweat for you. That doesn't do anything for you as far as being able to, you know, reduce your tax bill. That doesn't help in that. That just means you're getting your money redeployed and working for you. But a couple of things that come to mind around that question, Jen, is, I mean, what are ways that you can reduce your RMD. You know, if you are one of those like Ben that potentially doesn't need his RMD, you may want to go, "Hey, what are ways to shrink this future RMD?" And Roth conversions are one of the most powerful ways to do that. You don't have to sell the investments, just whatever you move in, the tax designation changes, and that could potentially reduce your future RMD, not just for age 72, but for for all of your your retirement. So that's a very powerful move there. For those of you that are charitably inclined, Jen, we have a lot of families that that give charitably, causes they believe in. And uh, if you are of RMD age, our listeners here, and you give any dollars at all to charity, I could argue that the first dollars you probably need to be giving are from your required minimum distribution. You're going to be required to take a certain amount out, and a lot of you are used to giving a certain amount every year. So if those dollars are taken out, and paid directly to qualified charity or qualified charities of your choice, those dollars will not show up on the bottom line. It's what's called a qualified charitable distribution, a QCD. Basically, if you had an RMD gen that was $10,000 this year, that's so the amount you got to take out of the IRA, and you gave 5000 directly to one or multiple charities, you would only have to report... $5,000 in income, not the 10,000, ah, okay. which obviously reduces your your tax bill. Sure. And with standard deduction being as high as it is right now, very few Americans are itemizing it all. So this is actually better than a deduction because it's shaving income off the bottom line. It's well outside your schedule A and that's the way we like it. So that's another great way to do it and then you know you may also look i mean there's a number of different strategies jen but but one thing that does come to mind is for those of you that that do not need the rmd long term uh, we don't use these too often but i think it's worth at least bringing up it's it's called a qualified longevity annuity contract so a qlac we call it a qualac okay and you can put up to about a hundred and thirty thousand dollars in this thing and you can defer your rmd out until late retirement until late life i want to say the payments kick in or the required payments kick in around 85. okay so it allows you to to defer but you're just kicking the can down the road and for those of our listeners that that have amassed a lot of their wealth in, in IRAs, $130,000, that's the maximum you could put in something like this. Uh, it's not really going really to knock it down all right. that much. That's why we don't use them too often, but it is a strategy out there. There's several others, Jen, that we'll, we'll talk about in, in weeks to come, but I think those are the most prominent that people should be aware of.
2: All right. Great question, Ben. And it's good to know that there are some options here for those who are reaching that key age of 72, facing those RMDs, but don't necessarily need the money. If you want to have a conversation with Chris and the team about what to do with your RMD, what makes sense for you based on your individual goals and where you are in life right now, you can reach out during today's show and sign up for your own complimentary retirement and tax analysis at 512 249 7300. Or if you want to get ahead too, if you're younger than 72, start planning now to shrink those RMDs in the future. You can reach out as well. Again, that's 512 249 7300. And submit your questions to us too through our email, chris at wealthradio.com, or click that microphone button right there on our homepage at wealthradio.com. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen recently got together with lawmakers, Chris, telling them that Russia's invasion of Ukraine has really disrupted the flow of food, energy, metals and other materials to millions around the world. Russia's actions, including the atrocities committed against the innocent Ukrainians in Bukha, are reprehensible, represent an unacceptable affront to the rules based global order. And we'll have enormous economic repercussions in Ukraine and beyond. We've already seen some of that. And uh, then the head of the nation's biggest bank, J.P. Morgan, chief executive Jamie Dimon, said in his April shareholder newsletter that the Fed could move interest rates significantly higher than the markets expect. So when I'm reading articles like this, it makes me wonder, should we be doing something different with our investments until we see how all of this kind of shakes out over the next few months?
1: Well, to Jamie Diamond's point—I I think he's onto something. I think the Fed honestly could raise quicker than they're letting on to, and I think they're on a, a holding pattern right now on on raising rates. I think, Jen, it would obviously not be well in a in a bear market, you know, for them to be hiking rates substantially. But I think it could take a twenty, maybe a twenty-five percent correction for the Fed to even consider slowing down they have inflation in front of them and even at the clip that they're raising right now it's going to be well into next year before before it's even it's even countering inflation yeah. that's that's the predicament they're in right now so i think that you know fast moves in your portfolio and, and moving everything to cash or to gold or you know just a dramatic move right now it's premature are we headed towards recession the answer is likely so i don't think it's going to be in the next three months i don't think it's going to be in the next six pending you know major escalation in ukraine and other you know unforeseen things but i'll I'll tell you it is coming and so i believe that you know that what we do in the good times in the markets is going to dictate you know how you do in the bad times and so you do need to be reviewing What your current holdings are, what your exposures are, you know, are there some assets that could really give you some buoyancy in your investment accounts if the market heads into recession, into decline? We're seeing, you know, sectors this year, things like energy and commodities, global commodities that are doing exceptionally well. A lot of families don't have any of that in their portfolio that stuff can be more volatile so again you need to consult with a fiduciary advisor on that you know what real estate do you have in your portfolio outside of your homestead you know that is likely to do fairly well over the next year could probably couple years especially in central texas and can help put a little bit more buoyancy in the portfolio in a down market. So I would tell families right now that are concerned about inflation, about uh, Ukraine and potential recession, that it's what you do now that dictates how you do when things get tough. And don't get caught on the sidelines like so many were in 08. Mm
2: -hmm. Don't get paralyzed by the headlines right now. And uh, if you want to work with that team, too, who's actively working to find new opportunities for the successful families that they work with, we're here to be that resource for you. If you have questions about your current investment strategy, especially given everything that's coming at us right now, Reach out for that complimentary stress test and that retirement and tax analysis during today's show, 512-249-7300. You'll hear that phone number again in just a second here, so you can write it down and reach out to our team now. Or take advantage of the resources we have online for you, too, at wealthradio.com. But up next, an interesting story coming up for you here. What is shrinkflation you might find out the next time you buy TP or something like that at the grocery store we'll explain it next as wealth radio continues right here on news radio KLBj
0: you got me shaking, got me- Be sure to catch Chris during the 6 p.m. News Hour every Monday and Wednesday on KXAN, Channel 36, right here in Austin. And set up a retirement and tax analysis with Chris and the team at Reap Financial now at 512 249 7300. We'll be right back on Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ. Now, now back to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ.
1: This is Wealth Radio. I'm Chris Herline in studio with Jen Perry with you every Saturday at 1 p.m. Welcome back to the show. We had some crazy uh, CPI numbers come out this week. And, uh, you know, inflation's here, folks. I think we all know it by now. I was just uh, in California this last week, Jen, and, and saw gas prices, you know, well over <laughs> six bucks. Oh, boy. In Cali. And, you know, I'm driving home from the airport and it was like refreshing to see gas at you know just under 4. All <laughs> right.
2: But uh, <laughs> that's sad, but, but true. Yeah, it, and
1: so that's the crazy thing is we we see like these billboards of of rising prices every day and and then you go to the grocery store and you see the rising prices on on all the goods. Mm-hmm. But while things are rising, things are also shrinking at the same time.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of us are familiar with the term inflation, but how about shrinkflation? I have no doubt that you've experienced this, even if you're not sure what it means here. It's where companies reduce the amount of their product without reducing the price. Now, Consumer World's Edgar Dworsky, he's a guy who tracks this kind of thing. He's tracked shrinkflation for more than 30 years and tells AARP that Cottonelle recently reduced its big soft mega rolls to 270. 68 2 ply sheets from 284 Charmin making similar changes paper towels might be next here I'm not going to sit there and count the squares but I'm going to trust his research on (laughs) this Chris but uh, you know he makes a good point here he says look at the product's unit price on the store shelf to judge best value when you're stocking up on certain things like this and uh, yeah it kind of seems silly here that we're talking about TP but I know for you know the middle class and really successful families too it -hmm. feels like the odds are against us especially when we're shopping for everyday things right now so be Beyond just the TP inside for us here, Chris, what <laughs> tips can you share for those of us who are trying to keep as much of our money right now in our pocket as we can prevent that yeah. shrinkflation? there?
1: <laughs> it's painful. You know, like I said earlier, the gas prices are going up, or they have been. You've seen the price per pound on, on meat and poultry and things like that go through the roof. Huge, um, yeah. You know, I, I haven't seen, you know, them cut the dozen egg package down to 10 eggs. Yes. We haven't seen that big of a cut yet, but the, where you're seeing... Cuts or things like you look at a bag of chips or you look at, you know, the pet food that you buy, and you're going to feel that. I had a client last year, I think I talked about it on the program here, that orders pet food for his cat online. Uh-huh. And the cat's like his kid. I yeah, mean, and, and family, right? <laughs> a lot of our, our listeners, you know, relate to that. And this cat ate well. And <laughs> he noticed that uh, the cans that arrived were just a touch smaller. Notice the ounce. The total weight was down. And then of course he's like an engineer, so he gets his pencil out and runs it. And he called me, he was upset, and he's like, Hey, I think I'm gonna have to spend close to another I think it was two hundred and eighty dollars this year. Oh, wow. uh, for the same thing that I was getting, you know, pre twenty twenty-one inflationary period. And this is just cat um,
2: food, Chris. This is just cat, food. Is the cat food. Wow. So two
1: hundred and eighty <laughs> bucks, you know, plus or minus a year. And so you you compound that, right, times <laughs> all the other goods that we buy. And we just got to be aware and prepared for that you know there are a lot of people that are are talking about stockpiling food you know i i'm I'm not a big proponent of that but here's the thing we're hearing more about shortages from dc to economists and you know i don't think it's it's harm and foul to stock up on particular goods particularly like staples Mm -hmm. that uh, we know we're going to need whether inflation's up or down but, you know, going and filling your garage up with goods, I, that, to me, that seems a little reactionary. I could be wrong. But all in all, I think things are going to taper a little bit. Will prices ever come back down? I, I really don't think so. On the majority of goods, I think we need to be prepared that that this is the new norm, Jen. I mean, we are anticipating inflation at 8 to 10% this year, wow. hopefully much lower you know, five to six, maybe next year and the year after, we're just going to have to see where things go. But I think that this increase we've seen is, is here to stay. And we've just got to budget around it as best we can. Yeah.
2: Well, this is one of the issues that Chris talks about in our latest wealth report, that retirement income planning checklist for 2022, because we recognize inflation has certainly changed drastically over this past year. So when it comes to your planning for that, that checklist is going to be really helpful in getting you started on what to think about as you're dealing with that higher inflation and yes, the shrinkflation too. But you can get your hands on that wealth report this week. Just email Chris directly, chris at wealthradio.com or reach out to our team off the air and mention you want that wealth report at 512-249-7300. And Yeah, I think a lot of us are thinking differently about some of these economic challenges right now, Chris. But USA Today says there are three, in particular, murky issues that are really making retirement planning extra hard for those who are planning to retire soon. So uh, let's see if we can help clarify some of these issues for our listeners this week. Number one on their list here, Chris, Americans are confused about how much income growth they need to actually offset inflation. So uh, how are you running those projections for people right
1: now? You know, this reminds me of a conversation that comes up a lot, Jen, where people kind of stick to this annual withdrawal rate method. Hey, I to if I withdraw less than 4% of my portfolio, you know, I should be good. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, you know, something that was talked about a lot in the 90s. And I, I just, as a retirement advisor, I, I don't see 4% as being a realistic number, mm-hmm. uh, particularly in the, the type of inflationary environment we've been in. Now, when you, when you think about inflation in the last couple of years, we're talking, you know, in the realm of six to eight percent between last year and, and right now. That's really high. Okay. That's, that's rates that we haven't seen since the 1970s. Literally, the 101 year average on inflation is 3.14 percent as of this year. Okay. So if you have a retirement plan, I mean, you're ahead of the game. Let's just be honest. But True. if you have a plan or any sort of written plan and you aren't using at minimum, 3% inflation. I'm concerned for you. I think that that's a gross miscalculation. Now, you don't go put 8% in your plan. That's, that's wild. That's not realistic. But a 3% inflation rate, and we typically want to see your annual withdrawal rate under 2% in the first decade of retirement. So there's giving you some metrics there, right? Mm-hmm. You got to think that the stock market, is one of the only places where it feels like you can make any money these days i mean you've got alternatives like bitcoin you've got real estate which has obviously done great but when you think about liquidity and assets that you need to get to work to keep up with inflation the stock market has done well particularly the last decade you know so if you're modeling your plan at a three percent inflation rate and you're putting eight to 10 percent in there as a retiree that may be a little aggressive we typically would want to see a growth rate of six maybe six and a half to seven percent at the very most in a conservative plan in hopes and and honestly you probably will do better but when we're talking about prudent planning and conservative planning you know that three in the inflation range and that six to seven range on the growth rate that's that's what we need to see for long-term retirement success
3: All right. Well,
2: number two on their list here too, Chris, the things that are really confusing retirees right now, most people, they say, don't know how much income Social Security will provide. Maybe because people heard about, you know, oh, Social Security recipients got a big raise here in 2022, but that's not really making a difference, not moving the needle, is it?
1: It's not. It's not. And and because you get your statement in the mail or you print it off of ssa.gov and you just see a number there, you know, here's what you'll get at 62 or 67 your full retirement age or 70. those are face value numbers those are gross numbers when you take into account that you're going to have medicare premium taken out of these you're going to have taxes taken out of this the number starts getting a lot smaller it starts getting smaller and so i'm okay with gross figures to start with but it's all about the net at the end of the day sure and as a stat out there is like only 42 percent of americans correctly identified their average Social Security benefit. Uh, close to four in 10 respondents overestimated the average. And I, I think it's because a lot of what I'm talking about. The majority of Americans out there, are, the, the backbone of the retirement is Social Security. If that is you, there's a chance you may need to wait potentially as long as you can on Social Security till 70. It's not one size fits all, but the the higher net worth you are, the more that you could count on your portfolio, even if social security went away, there's a better chance of growing trend, Jen, that we've seen that those type of families need to potentially take it sooner because they have more control over taxes, particularly early on and can net more. So yeah, that's a huge misconception. And and scary thing is it's the pillar of most people's retirement
2: certainly is, even today, and even with all the concerns about this program, too. Chris wrote a great article for Kiplinger on this matter. If you have a chance, you can Google that and check it out or reach out to our team for that at Chris at WealthRadio.com. Number three on their list here, Chris, retirement withdrawal rates are a mystery to many. You've touched on this here, and it seems like we can address all three of these issues it just starts with a plan right
1: you have to have a plan and, and it's something that's taken into account not just your expenses but growing premium increases on Medicare health care expense long-term care expense you know your taxes which is generally going to be your number one expense in retirement when you look at all of the outcomes when you net everything out and I and I'm kind of that's the theme of today it seems like it's net 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 because it's all about the net it's yeah. about having a plan to obviously protect your wealth from litigation in worst case, but what is your plan to keep the wealth disinherit uncle Sam? And you know, the withdrawal rate is important because if you need 10,000 a month to live on out of your IRA, you probably have to pull out 12 to net your 10. Mm. And so your drawdown is happening. Faster in retirement because you gotta pay taxes. Maybe you got assets that are gonna be little taxed or no taxed. Is there any coordination into when you're gonna pull on those versus the all taxed? And this is where, you know, a good fiduciary retirement advisor can really give you some guidance, Jen.
2: So if you want to run your numbers and find out what makes sense for you, especially if you are planning to retire soon. We know these are tricky issues to figure out, but you don't have to go it alone here. Chris and the team at REAP Financial, that team of fiduciary advisors is here to be that resource for you right here in Austin. So reach out during the break here. You'll hear the phone number in just a second here. You can sign up for your own complimentary retirement and tax analysis off the air during today's show. Or reach out again directly to Chris, chris at wealthradio.com. We're happy to pass along a copy of his article for Kiplinger or this week's wealth report on retirement income planning and a checklist for you for 2022. Again, that's chris at wealthradio.com. But next, we've talked In recent weeks, about the latest Biden billionaire tax. Well, it's not just the super rich that may be paying more on money they're not using. We'll explain that one next as Wealth Radio continues on News Radio KLBJ.
0: Connect with Chris at WealthRadio.com or call 512 249 7300. That's 512 249 7300. Wealth Radio, helping you aim higher and build a life of significance. Find more about Chris online at wealthradio.com. Now, back to Wealth Radio on News Radio, KLBJ.
1: and Jen Perry with you every Saturday at 1 p.m. This is Wealth Radio. We discuss your life and money and we thank you for making this part of your weekend. Already in our last segment here, Jen, talked a lot about taxes this uh, this you know hour. And uh, well, Sounds like D.C.'s got something else up their sleeve with this billionaire's tax.
2: Oh, certainly do. And I I think that you actually touched a nerve with a lot of our listeners last week here, Chris, when we were discussing some of the details of this latest Biden tax proposal, that so-called billionaire tax. Uh, Even you got a little bit hot under the collar last week about the suggestion that maybe some of the super rich might have to eventually pay taxes on unrealized gains, depending on where this all heads here. But it also reminds me of... What you often mention here on the show, that many of our listeners may also be paying taxes right now on money they're not even using. And that's happening right now, especially as we get to file those tax returns. And I know it might be too late to do anything about that for last year, but uh, what can we do about that going forward?
1: Jen, I love that you brought this up. Let's paint the picture for our listeners as we wrap up today. You hear the noise coming out of D.C. around how they're going to tax billionaires on gains, That haven't been realized money they aren't you know reinvesting they're just they're being taxed on it because they have it and that's just wrong in my opinion but it's happening to Americans it's happening to people in Austin Texas in Georgetown Texas our KLBJ listeners every single year and it's you're paying tax on money you're not using now what money am I talking about yeah a lot of families are heavy in cash so you got money at the banks you got money in money markets maybe cds you know you're getting a 1099 at the end of the year on these things okay and then you've got seven percent inflation last year you're losing money already to inflation and then you got to pay tax on the dime a month you're making on your savings okay now that may be minimal interest let me tell you what's not minimal interest for so many they have investment accounts brokerage accounts that are invested in all sorts of different mutual funds or stocks, ETFs. Some of these are generating dividends. Maybe a lot of them are generating dividends. And a lot of people, you may be working and don't need to touch your investment income. You're just Mm -hmm. reinvesting it. You're deferring it right till later. Well, we're not saying that you're going to be taxed on your unrealized gains if you're not a billionaire. What I'm saying is, You take a look at your fresh 1040 that's getting ready to be filed here in the next week. And I want you to look at line 3A and B, okay? And that's where it's going to show you what dividends are coming in every year from your investments. Now, ordinary dividends and qualified dividends are way different. Ordinary dividends are taxed at income rates. Those qualified dividends, those are the ones we want, those are taxed at the more preferential capital gains rates, maybe 15 or 20%. But see, those holdings, they have to be held for a certain particular amount of time to qualify. As ordinary and qualified dividends. Hmm. You may have capital gains. Gains were harvested in your portfolio. You had to exercise company stock. That can also be income that you're you're paying tax on that maybe potentially you're not using but getting back to this dividend thing if you have an advisor that is buying and selling within the portfolio throughout the year their job is singular and focus right they're they're trying to make you money maybe mitigate swings but this is where that gap happens which jen and i were talking about this top of the hour you have a cpa and you got an advisor and they're not talking they're they're never even communicating and so what happens is there's oftentimes a lot of taxes that are created that maybe didn't need to be. I love dividend stocks, I love dividend ETFs, um, but there are ways that you can potentially hold them, particularly in your working years, and not have to pay tax on them. Or if you are gonna have to, let's make sure it's at those preferential capital gain rates or qualified rates. So this is just one of several areas, Jen. We see every year families are grossly overpaying, and it's on their bank cash, and it's on their investment accounts. And I I really want families to take a look at this this year. Let's get to the bottom of it
2: look at 3A and 3B in particular. It's a great reminder. I'm like so many people out there, Chris, this year I was behind on filing those documents with my CPA and tax preparers. So now, I'm going to go look at that myself. But Good. it really doesn't take you and your team that much time to maybe identify some savings opportunities for our listeners. I mean, this is something uh, you guys do 365 days a year there at Refinancial. Financial. You're always looking for those opportunities, aren't you?
1: One of the first things people slide across the desk is the investment statement. I don't care about that. That, right out the <laughs> bat, I want to see the tax return because we can almost immediately identify what's going on in your financial world. We can see. Almost immediately, what opportunities may be being missed just by thumbing through the first few pages, and particularly for our business owners, Jen, that's a whole nother can of worms we should open up in weeks to come. Yeah. But yeah, we want to sit down with families and do a tax analysis to show you where you can save, not just in retirement, but pre-retirement, when you're really in those high earning years and those years where you're stockpiling, getting ready to retire, this is where it can make a significant difference.
2: So while you're getting that tax return together, as we head into Monday here, perhaps you already have that document in hand. If you'd like to meet with Chris and the team at REAP Financial and see what they can identify for you, see if they can add value to what you and your CPA and your accountant have already done for this tax year. And again, if you need that team under one roof, it's all there for you at REAP Financial too. They work with a great network of CPAs and tax professionals who can also help with these steps. But reach out after today's show here. You're going to have the phone number in Justin a second we'd love to set up a time for that complimentary retirement and tax analysis for you listening today and remember if you have questions too on maybe the taxes you're paying on money you're not even using Take advantage of our resources right there at wealthradio.com. You can click on that microphone button right there on the homepage and submit your questions there. We might even cover it on a future episode here on Wealth Radio. But enjoy the rest of your weekend. Happy Easter to those of you listening. And join us here again next Saturday for more with Chris right here on Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ.
0: a second opinion on your retirement plan or is there a specific retirement question you need to address sign up now for a comprehensive retirement and tax analysis at reap financial let chris and the team help you work toward building a life of significance call 512-249-7300 512-249-7300 and remember to subscribe to the wealth report and chris's podcast at wealthradio.com that's wealthradio.com
3: if you're retired or retiring soon, tune into Wealth Radio every Saturday at 1 p.m. Sponsored by Reap Financial Group, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by Reap Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Opinions expressed in this broadcast are provided for information purposes only and may change without prior notice. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed in any way as an endorsement or inducement to invest or an offer to buy or sell any securities. The sales content should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor and tax professional should be consulted before making any investment decisions or implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and, therefore, can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. The firm only transacts in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Thinking about
1: retiring soon? It's natural to feel a bit nervous. After all, we're dealing with red-hot inflation, more volatile market and healthcare challenges, tax proposals, and more. But don't let these issues hold you back in retirement. Hey, I'm Chris Erline here, host of Wealth Radio and partner at REAP Financial right here in Austin. Get your hands on my free retirement planning checklist for 2022. Just drop me an email, chris at wealthradio.com, and put checklist in the subject line. It'll help you address 10 topics that can help you plan for your financial future. That's chris at Wealth radio.com.